All right, everyone, welcome back to Tampa Bay Cop Talk. And another rare occasion for us to have a good and proper moan as Southampton beat Liverpool by one goal to nil, one Danny Ings very early goal to nil, uh, which means now Liverpool uh, might go into the Manchester United game in two weeks uh, in second place against first place Manchester United. And it has us all feeling very, very down on the back of a week where Liverpool have managed to score. Uh, uh, wait, before we get there, introduce yourselves. I'm Jordan. I'm David. I'm Andrew. Darius. And there's four of us, but David, how many goals have we scored in the last week in the league? We've scored one in the last three games. <laughs> and prior to that, how many goals did we score in that game? Seven. So. Right? <laughs> so on average... They wasted uh, them. Two we, goals a game. Yeah, right? That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, 1-0 to Southampton, the first place we're going to start, and it's a question because uh, I feel like the answer to this, we'll all have a similar one, and then we'll dive into that answer. David, credit to Southampton? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, they had a plan. They executed it. So, yeah, credit to them. Uh, you know, they get the goal, which on our better days it never even comes close to being a goal but uh they get a goal and then they did what they needed to do so credit to them yeah but uh we were shit yeah <laughs> yes so andrew do you because klopp said in his post game press conference you know credit to the effort from southampton and i have to agree they wanted it more they showed the desire and they fought for it but andrew do you credit to southampton or are we shit as david said I mean, if I'm polite, I'll, I'll say credit to them. But no, we were just really bad. You know, calls went our way against our way or whatever that phrase is. And then looking at the goal, you know, I've seen the replay a few times now and I'm looking at Trent and it's like you saw how he moves his shoulder, like as if he's scared of the ball. No, he thought he was going to chest it and just. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was almost as if the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, the reason why he the only thing I can think of the way he moved his body was like, oh, if the ball hits me here, it's going to be a handball and I'm going to give a penalty or something. Therefore, he he tried to move it out of the way because it's unnatural for him to just like maybe too fast or whatever to head it out of the way. It just, for me, it didn't make any sense. And it's, for me, it's like a, maybe a lapse in concentration or what. And then obviously that that set the tone for the rest of his game, right? For, for, the, rest of the, for the rest of the game for Trent, which, you know, he was – the man of not the man of the match, the, the garbage man. <laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> he was the garbage man of the match. So that was quite frustrating. Yeah, but you know, you know, whatever. Southampton, you get your three points. You get your, you get your meme of him crying on the floor. You know, good for him. Listen, uh, I turned the match off before the the second to last corner when Mane headed it over. I slammed shut my laptop, so I didn't see Ralph House and Hoodle crying until I unfortunately opened Instagram, to which then. Uh, football Instagram inundated me with memes about Liverpool and there's this man crying on the ground with all these different memes. And I'm like, okay, great. Whatever. I just, yeah. Hey, on one hand, salty about it. On the other hand, if beating us invokes that type of emotion, well, there then, you, go. you know what? We must yeah. be some hot shit, you know? Yeah, but anyways, know. <clears throat> on the goal, Trent, very sloppy. We will break into that and break that down. Um, but the finish was superb. So in that sure, light, sure. Darius, you giving Southampton credit or are we just shit? Uh, I mean, I would say it's a little bit of both. Southampton at least played well enough 
in how they defended and creating enough chances and flustering the Liverpool back line, which, you know, didn't have a single freaking center back back there. But that's that all just kind of puts it into where I can say Southampton did good enough where I can't walk away from that game saying they stole three points. Like, no, they deserved it. But Liverpool certainly helped them and did not help themselves. I think when, like, it's interesting, we already brought up the Trent goal uh, or the goal allowed that came on Trent's side, that Danny Ings goal was kind of emblematic of that performance and kind of how this month has gone for Liverpool, where it was just like, on another day, that doesn't happen. It's one of your best players looking completely lost. And when you go back and look at it, it was not necessarily all his fault because Trent is covering two players, one on two, on a free kick right on the edge of the box. That can't be by design. So it's not just his failure. It's a team failure. But because he's the best player who's also not been playing that great, you look at him and it's like, dude, really? But it, it was a team loss for Liverpool. But Southampton, credit to them. They took full advantage. Yeah, I, I would pretty much echo what everyone said here. We obviously did not help them or help ourselves in regards to winning that match uh, or make it really necessarily even tough on Southampton. However, they were throwing their body in the way of shots. Uh, they did take advantage of the opportunity they got and, to be fair, created a couple of other interesting opportunities that, uh, you know, they would say on their better day that they may even score. It was reminiscent to me of, of kind of the Watford 3-0 in that they had a couple of those breakaways where it was just like, like when the one where Allison comes flying out, if he just kicks it like even just, you know, a little bit harder, that's 2-0. And then the one where the kid bends it wide around the outside, it, maybe if there's maybe if they're starting wingers in there, they could have finished. So they do get, they do get credit. Uh, and I do want to stress that the Inks finish is beautiful. <laughs> for as the king of the, the crab goal that was a pretty exquisite finish i mean listen man first time out of the air just having looked over your shoulder where the keeper is to lob it back post it's it's that's not pickford that's not tiny arms that's actually a real man like to get it over him that's pretty impressive <laughs> i wish we would have tested him a little bit but i made a joke was i texted one of my english friends and said <laughs> that's fraser forster out there and future england number one <laughs> how are we gonna do this <laughs> I forgot that he went down all those years ago and has since disappeared and doesn't exist anymore. But anyways, you touched on something in your answer, Darius, that I, in hindsight, and even in the moment when it was announced, we kind of it had a little bit of a gripe with in our little group uh, chat. Team selection. Darius, you brought it up. There was no center backs, and instead we put Henderson back there. In hindsight, do you think Jurgen Klopp's maybe looking back and going, I probably shouldn't have done that? Well, they didn't get three points, so obviously, yes, he's going to look back and be like, huh, probably didn't get it right today. Uh, but at, at the same time, I, the irony is, as much as we can say, oh, it's all about not getting the center backs in and need to go and buy somebody in January. Well, the defense wasn't the problem outside of one set piece. The issue was that the guys who were there in the midfield and the front three were all off. Everyone was off other than maybe you could say Robertson had a decent day. Nobody played well. And that's what's so frustrating about it. Like the chances are there. And then rather than taking it on head on, everyone in the front three is like, nah, I need to pass it off, find the next guy. So it's, it's not like I can look at it and say that the personnel was the issue. 
maybe you can have a, a bit of an issue with Henderson being at center back rather than being in the midfield, which gives you a little bit more uh, of that solidity and a little bit more of that dynamism when he gets the ball and then pushes forward. Um, Oxley Chamberlain, I thought he was fine. Genie, he just doesn't lose the ball. He was about as steady as he always is. Tiago, yeah, that, that's not going to be his best game. Honestly, that might have been his poorest performance we're going to see for him in a Liverpool shirt. But when you put it all together, I can't really look at it and say, well, that's a poor team selection because it's just guys who you would expect to play better who didn't. And I don't think it's necessarily because they were in the wrong positions or anything like that. I mean, this is what this team is going to look like. You're going to have central midfielders playing at the back. Like that's what you're going to have to accept for Liverpool this season. So Henderson being back there at center back is no different in my mind than Fabinho being back there. It's the option you're going to go with because you feel like you have to. I don't think that game is any better if you have Nat Phillips in there. I don't think it's any better if you have Reese Williams in there. So by saying all that, I'm looking at it like can't blame the selection at all. Just had a bad day at the office. Okay. But you touched on this. I want to bring this over to Andrew after my little diatribe here. Uh, Henderson, the midfield, they, the midfield wasn't great. And Henderson was in the back and the way I kind of look at it. And we all talk about it. Henderson is the glue of the team. Uh, And if we think about a football team as, you know, like a, like a circular object, the glue needs to be in the middle (laughs) to hold it all together. The further back the glue is the farther, the, the other side of the circle is closer to falling apart. You know what I mean? Like the glue isn't there. Um, and you brought it up. The, the midfield was a bit disjointed. We had the three type of players that we want. Genie can play them all. We had a six in Tiago, and then we had the carrying midfielder that Genie would normally be in Oxlade Chamberlain. But it was all just so spread out and distant that I can't help but feel that if Henderson was just moved into the central part of it, he could have held it all together a little bit better. And given that we have seen him play the younger center backs in games of, of similar ilk, I'm inclined to think it maybe had something to do with the midfield being so disjointed. But Andrew, what do you think? Henderson at center back causing the midfield to be disjointed or as Darius says, you know, the guys that we normally rely on to get the job done up front just didn't get the job done. So we really can't blame the team selection. No, I mean, it's no coincidence that Salah and Trent didn't really play well when Jordan's not on that right-hand side. So for me, um, yeah, no, you're right. And, and it's weird because Jordan Henderson ha- obviously has his critics and obviously has people that don't understand what he does and, and whatnot. And because of the stats are not there, you know, it's not like he's a Lampard where he scores a bunch of goals and has a bunch of assists or whatever. And that's fine. Now, that being all said, though, you're right. Not only is he the heart of the team in terms of his leadership qualities, but yeah, for some, for some reason, he, he, He's the engine of the team and he gets it, he gets it going and moving and, and so on and so forth. So for me, like, I just don't, I mean, I can only speculate as to why he was chosen to play center back, but for me, it's got to be this Villa game, right? So we have Villa and the FA cup on Friday, right? And then after that, we have a week, we have nine days until United. So for me, if you, if you rest most of the players after today or after the Southampton game, you almost have two weeks, Right. So for me, it's almost like maybe Klopp is like mastermind this. I, it, it makes no sense because he, he risked three points, you would say. And obviously he lost the three points. But maybe he's masterminding weight so that he gets, he gets enough training time for some of these players. But also you got to look at another way too. Like Ox is his first start of the season, okay? You know, he had some couple cameos. But now he's – now 60 minutes will do him good because, listen, we're going to need him for the rest of the season. 
Shaq, he's got he's got a cameo. He he'll probably play on Friday, I would imagine. He got more than two minutes. Yeah, it, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. Let's hope he doesn't yeah. get injured between now and Villa, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but that being said, and Thiago, this is third appearance. I mean, he played against a ten man Chelsea in the first half until he got you know murdered by Richarlison in that tackle in the dark in the derby in October. So for me, it's like you know you take those two things, two out of three of the midfield. That's sixty seven percent of like nonsense of just like extenuate extenuating circumstances. It's a big word for me, but. Um, so for me, it's just a like the team selection at the moment. Maybe you can argue that it was wrong because obviously we didn't get the result. But going forward, that's not a team that doesn't win us. Uh, uh, you know, three points, right? Mm, you know, yeah, that's fair. They're, they're just the, those players are just maybe playing in the wrong positions at the moment. Yeah, and I think so. For me, like you know, Klopp, if he doesn't make thirty-five changes against Villa, I'll be very surprised. You know, you can argue that we'll want to win that game because of the way we lost uh, in the league. But I think Klopp has shown over the years since he's been here that he doesn't give a damn about the FA Cup. Yeah. Neither do I. So, fuck it. You know, at this moment and this time, it's all about United. It's all about the running and, and, and so on and so forth. It's about that league and it's about the Champions League. So, if if he says to himself, like, oh, I'll, I'll give the boys a rest this time, that way we have a proper, like, you know, winter training camp, but without the – locate the sexy sunny location i think that's what he's doing at least that's what i hope because i hope these motherfuckers get to work they they need to get the work that's, on the that's, your, that's that's your favorite thing to say after a loss <laughs> motherfuckers need to get to work. back in the lab but, get after so, it but get, so here's you you bring up something wake up at 6 a.m get to you, work you bring up something interesting that somewhat contradicts the the the, the point of like giving them break is that the villa game isn't necessarily even midweek it's like on the weekend. So David, right. I mean, here's the real question about, about the whole center back thing with Jordan Henderson back there. I mean, surely Reese Williams has played in, in, in Europe. He's played in Italy. Matt Phillips started away to city. I mean, surely started against Spurs in the way. Surely there's not really a good reason not to play a center back there instead of Jordan Henderson. David, what do you think? I'm about to go on a thing. We're going to need a new call. <laughs> <laughs> well then, okay. So we're going to pause there. We'll go on a thing. Real quick, we are going to insert Wait, a little clip from be ang- our miscellaneous episode that, that we did happened? on congestion yeah. fixture, which uh, is rearing its ugly head uh, for the rest of the year, by the way. Uh, and so we'll slide that in here for you to check out. Now, you can, of course, then come back and say, well, we don't want to move the schedule because of TV money. But you is someone really going to tell me that if we were to move the Euros and push them back, and push next season's league start back that the TV broadcasters would have, would have an issue with that, especially this far in advance, six months to a year in advance. That is doable. It's when we have these late minute switches trying to move a game from a Saturday to a Sunday or Sunday to a Saturday, vice versa. That's where you can have a little bit of an issue as a broadcaster, but the broadcasters, as long as they have that content and know when it's going to be, they're going to build around it. So I don't really hear the argument that it's all on the broadcasters. I look at it and it's like, this is on FIFA. This is on yeah. UEFA. This is on the Premier League. They're the ones who need to be held accountable. Like the broadcasters yeah. are a small part of it and they're a very annoying part of it. So to me, they're more of the straw, but they're not the whole load that's on the camel's back. 
first of all, they didn't demonstrate any foresight in the development of the schedule for crunching three internationals into these breaks when they had the international breaks, some of them, which are meaningless games. Like, why are you making them play a friendly at all? They shouldn't play any friendlies in international football this year. And then you've got on top of that, you know, you could have done anything with the season. The NBA just released its schedule. It is 10 games lighter than a normal season. And it's going to happen a little bit differently in terms of travel because of COVID and different demands. So they adjusted to the situation. That's what you do when you're in a crisis, right? Like you create something that is still dynamic and interesting and fun for the fan, but yet fits everything in a, in a way that doesn't put the players in, and the staff at, at risk. They didn't do that. They just said, we're going to play the same amount of games. We're going to do the same amount of thing. We're just going to crunch it into this smaller time frame. Well, here we are. Now there's a problem. And he's right. It's the lack of governance uh, by the Premier League, by UEFA, by FIFA. And I think also they would be fine with it from the standpoint if you came to them from the point of view of like the product will be much better because all of the players will not be dropping like flies left and right. Like the Premier League is is I know is not better for Joe Gomez not playing and Tiago being out and Virgil Van Dyke being out. Now, granted, some of our Injury situations are just unfortunate circumstances beyond even the COVID fixture congestion. But still, the point stands. They're dropping like flies, and the, and the product and the quality goes down because not even just those players are missing, but they aren't there to provide relief for the players that are playing. So there's that clip. Be on the lookout for that. It should be coming shortly. Uh, in our miscellaneous episodes, if you haven't been listening, we tend to be premonitious. Is that a word? Prophetic? Yes, prophetic. That's it a is now. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Premonitious is not a word. We are prophetic, though. So check it out. Do yourself a favor and find out what's going to happen in the world of football in the future. Uh, <laughs> but David said he needed a brand new call. So now that you know how the sausage is made and we have to do these calls <laughs> separately. Now that it's you know that. Zoom. Yes, you've seen like behind the curtain. Else. The wizard is a short man. He's not a big face on a screen. It's just us. Anyways, uh, David, you said you needed a new call. And the question was, you know, Andrew brought it up. There's plenty of rest period coming up. So the idea of like rotating the center backs and keeping Nat Willie or Nat Phillips and, and Reese Williams fresh for Villa is kind of counterintuitive. So don't you think given that, and I'll set you up the same way I set you up before Reese Williams played in Italy. Nat Phillips started away at city. Surely, surely you can trust one of the two to slot in instead of having to put Jordan Henderson back there and lose all he does in the middle of the park. Shirley. Yeah. I'm Don't very, call me Shirley. I'm very rarely disappointed with Jurgen Klopp and his decisions, but I really was today. Uh, for me, it, just like you said, if Reese Williams can play against Tottenham and against Harry Kane and son, and they're supposed to be these big superstars, why can't he play against Danny Ings? If Nat Phillips can play against City, if he can play in a derby against Everton, why can't he play this game? And it's not, don't tell me it's because they've been not playing well. They've been perfectly fine. So the question then is why? And I think that he's essentially sacrificed this game for because he wants to do that against United, but he doesn't want it to be the first time that he's done it. I can't think of another reason why he's done it. Honestly, I don't think Jordan Henderson is particularly good in that position. Not that he was terrible today, but he wasn't great. He does keep Ings on side for the goal. Uh, and he doesn't bring to the game what you need him to come bring to the game, which is like you said, that glue guy. 
that centerpiece. To Derry or to Andrew's point, you've got Tiago, who's on his third start ever for Liverpool, I think, and Alex Oxley Chamberlain, who's on his first start of the season and who has been out for months. So you've got two guys that are shaking off the rust, and then Genie. I like Genie, but is he necessarily the captain like figure that Jordan Henderson is? No. And if you've got two guys that are this rusty and this out of kind of sync with the team, I think you need to have the captain right there alongside them, driving them, pushing them, controlling their movements, aiding them in everything that they do. We didn't have that. Tiago for me was bad. Like I just was not impressed with his play at all. The midfield, I saw somebody on Twitter describe it as a car crash. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And as good as Jeannie was, well, I'm, I shouldn't say as good as he was as, Helpful. Not terrible as he was. Not terrible. As as helpful as he was. Because really yeah. what he was doing most of the time when he was having good moments was helping people out. He was bailing guys out for giving away the ball foolishly. I mean, I couldn't I don't know how many passes did you count where they're just like kicking the shit out of it at each other? And you're like, what kind of pass is that? What's he supposed to do with that? Balls just bouncing all around, not on the ground, not to someone's chest. or so It's just bouncing all over the place. So they can't control it, and they're losing it easily, and it was just sloppy. I just thought the whole thing was sloppy. Ox, I told you guys, I don't even think he deserves to get credit for an appearance because the man was a ghost, in my opinion. He was a ghost of himself. I, From what we know of that player, of what he can do, that was not Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain to me. It was shite. Trent is a massively important player for us and with the rest of the back four in the condition that it's in. Let me put it this way. Robbo is not – he's a creative force on the ground going forward, and if he gets into the uh, final third, he can kill other teams with his crossing, right, and his ability to thread balls through. But Robbo's not going to create with you elsewhere on the – create for you elsewhere on the pitch, generally speaking. And in the past, when Trent would struggle, you'd always have Van Dyke around. Van Dyke can create. Van Dyke can ping a 40-yard ball. He can draw players into the center and then spray it and do all these different things with it, right, And to help out the team. And Matip has that ability a little bit too. Fabinho doesn't really, but it's not something that you ever really ask him to do until all of a sudden now he's a center back, right? So when you take Jordan Henderson out of the equation of that being that engine in there, then you've got to have someone creative coming out of the back. When do we actually kind of look okay? End of the first half, beginning of the second, when Trent was doing what? Pinging all these diagonals, getting up the pitch, doing different things. He suddenly became a creative force for like 10 to 15 minutes, his best part of the game. But we didn't have it otherwise. And I just felt like taking the engine out of the midfield, Trent struggling as he has been because he's been playing like shit lately. And then you've got not much else. There really wasn't much coming from anywhere. And then when the front three did get it, they're either crowded out or ineffective. They just haven't been. Mo has been wasteful. Sadio couldn't get over. Couldn't get on the ball cleanly at any point in the day. When he did, he, he just didn't have it. You've got to get some creativity in from somewhere else. I just felt like taking Henderson out of the midfield was a massive mistake. When we look at these two kids, I don't understand why they can't play this game. It, they seem yeah. perfectly good choices for this opponent. There must be some other, maybe, maybe like a medical thing where maybe they were both on the bench. It. That was the both other on the bench. Yeah, they was on the and bench. No, but you've seen it. You've seen this crap about the FA Cup. 
because you'd also said in the same sentence, we don't give a yeah. shit about it. So yeah, you can't don't. say, well, well, well they got to play in the FA Cup, but we don't give a shit about no, it. No, and the thing is, no, I'm, <laughs> speculating, I'm making multiple speculation threads. It's like, the you know, like I'm like a meteorologist for a hurricane. That's beginning One thing I'll say maybe in defense is that potentially you could say that this was a kind of game where you don't mind not having a center back because – Going into it, you would expect Liverpool are going to have a lot of possession, and they did. Of course, it was after Southampton scored that they decided yeah, that they, they were just didn't retreat. Ex- but yeah, this was absolutely a game that goes along the trend of you're going against a low block side, try to figure it out. You would think having an extra midfielder rather than a defender but be kind of a move. But I mean, the thing is, it just it simply didn't work. Where I, I'm not saying that like that's what the thought process was, but the way the game shook out, I mean, having an extra center, like having the, the real center backs in there, even though they're the kids, I, I don't think that changes anything for the positive. But I mean, it does because it allows I, you to bring Jordan Henderson out. It, yes, that's the thing that we can all, I think we can definitely get to. Is that Look, Henderson well, being in the midfield would have made that game better. But so, as far as like him being at the back, it didn't necessarily hurt them. I'm not saying he was a detriment back there. No, 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 no. I I just want to make sure, like, yeah, everyone kind of gets it. My point about the United game is, like, maybe he doesn't want to put that on Reese, right? Because that is one of the biggest games of the season. Mm -hmm. It is them. It's, you know, a big rivalry match, and he knows that we need to win it, right? So maybe he doesn't want to put it on Reese, or maybe he doesn't want to put it on Phillips, but you're not going to throw Jordan back there just for the first time, whatever, willy-nilly against United, right? So is this like a decision because I got to get him minutes back there? That's the only thing I don't know. But even still, I'd still disagree with the decision because we needed to win this game too. And this is a this is an opponent that is only now what five points back or three points? I don't know. They're they're in sixth, sixth place. Now. Or I want to say. So this is not like some shite team. This is this isn't like a Newcastle or a, some low block side. Typically, it's a team in the top half of the table that will play football. I don't think they would have parked the bus against us necessarily. They would have tried to have their portion of the game. They usually do. No. Just they got the goal so early that it allowed them to just kind of go, okay. And, and by the way, to their credit, they didn't just stop playing after they got the goal. They, they, they did they keep did. playing for the first 20, 30 minutes of the seconds. game. <laughs> that was the most entertaining football we've seen for Liverpool in the last month because it wasn't a team that was just like, we're going to put 20 people behind the ball. Like They actually still tried to play for at least that first third of the game. Yeah. So the, the one thing I want to interject here is, I mean, I had that same thought that Darius had where it's like, maybe the idea here is that you're going to have so much of the ball that you don't even need the guy sitting back there. However, the problem is you need your second center back next to your other center back in case there's a counterattack. So even if that is the idea that you're going to dominate possession, Henderson doesn't have the freedom to go into places. And Andrew brought this up that he's normally occupying to play the interchanges that the team is used to having. Like, the reason the left side was so effective once Andrew brought this up and you were talking about it was because it was the same three players that are used to playing with each other in the midfield on that side. On the right-hand side, however, it was Ox, who is nothing like Hendo, who likes to go and get behind the byline, just like Mo and just like Trent. So it's three players all trying to run to the same spot of the pitch, and no one sat there at the top of the box to interchange with. And so maybe if he was allowed to explore into those areas, it might work. But even at the end or even at the beginning of the second half when we were dominating possession, uh, that just wasn't the case. He had to sit back there. He was... 
it, it's not that he was shit, but it took away all of the great things that he brings to the team. Like he wasn't able to do any of the good things that he brings to the team. He had to be relegated to doing very average things for the benefit of the setup or whatever, but it, it didn't bring the normal tools he has. And so not to get hung up on the team selection thing and to move forward with this. And we touched on it a little bit, possibly Henderson not being there is an issue. However, for the, since he's come back from injury, he's been pretty poor. Darius, what is eating? Not Gilbert Great, but Trent Alexander-Arnold. I, w- I just watched the game today, and I was so disappointed because Trent and Sadio might be my two favorite players, and they were both garbage by their standards. Trent was, like you mentioned, I, I did kind of forget the fact that he did have a decent portion of the game toward the middle when you know things were really moving and Liverpool were dominating possession and getting into the final third, but it, it has been a part of a longer trend for Trent where it's just, it's not coming off those passes ahead where he unlocks, where you, you get that pass ahead of the back line and then sets up either Mo or Sadio rarely, but sometimes it'll be Bobby at the end of it. You don't see that uh, those low crosses they are not coming off. Even he was taken off a of corner duty in the last game against West Brom. And I feel like that's kind of be the first man, it, right? It, it's gotten to the point where it's just like, this doesn't look like the same player of what we come to expect. And when, when you go through it, it's like, you, you do have to kind of ask that question, like what's going on. Is it the injury? Is it getting the rhythm back? And I mean, the, the obvious answer is, well, n- none of us are going to have that answer. We don't know, but it is disturbing to see that it's like, he's going through like a, a, a sophomore slump type of, of scenario where he's just, he's off it just a little bit, but he's off it. And it's been enough matches in a row where you do have to ask, like, okay, is it time to maybe say, dude, you can just take this game off. Let's get Nico in, bring you on in the second half or something like that. Because whatever it is, Trent's going through something right now. Like it, it, it might not even have anything to do with football. It could just be general Heartbreak, state baby. of the world, man. Like you, you never know. You never yeah. know. Because I mean, obviously Popstar like, broke up with him. these are, <laughs> yes. I got the ITKs, on <laughs> but no, but I, I mean, obviously these, these are, are, are human beings. These are, these are men yeah. and Trent being a young man. I mean, makes it even more heartbreak, high, strong and emotional playing for his boyhood club and all that. But it's just whatever's going on for him, man. It, this don't look like the same kid that we're, we're used to seeing. And that's what's so disappointing because we know if he was a fraction of what he normally is, Liverpool would have won, if not just today, probably several other games over this last stretch. He, he doesn't need to be great, just average. And yeah. the fact that he's been bad and it's coincided with that run of results, it's just like, oh, man, it makes you it makes your tummy, stomach turn because it's just like, dude, we know you're so much better than this. This isn't you. This yeah. is just whatever you're going through. But, man, it looks bad right now. The big stat the big stat today was he lost the ball 36 times, which is more than any other player in any other match in the whole Premier League this season. And that is when you consider the type of players that play on some of the teams that lose the ball in the <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> On a regular basis. That's a mind-blowing stat. Those are teams that can't get out of their own half that they give it away, and they don't give it away 36 times. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, so, so David, what what is it getting back into form from the injury? Is it the last two and a half years really have been hyperspeed, and he is a young man and needs a, maybe a mental break? Do we bring in Nico? What's the solution here for Trent? Uh, unfortunately, I think you just have to play him through it. Um, I think it's a combination of things, right? I think that... Uh, you saw with City last season that 
going at that breakneck pace that we've talked about over and over again, three years in a row is a really difficult thing to do. The next piece is that he's only what, 21 years old. So he's done this at a very young age. He's probably struggling a bit mentally just from the kind of wear and tear of it all. But then also when your confidence is low and things are going bad, it's hard enough. If just you're the, you're the only one struggling. Like even if, you're playing like shit, but the team's getting the results. You can kind of work yourself through it a little bit easier. But another part of this is the pressure, right? He's a scouse kid, and he's also realizing right now just how important he is to this team because, as Darius said, is it a co- it, these, his run of form and these results have coincided, and is that a coincidence? I don't think that it is. I think that the whole team, if you look at the way their, their body language is right now, right, the last three games, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of like not reacting well to adversity. All that confidence and that swagger that we saw them have last year, you don't see that shit right now. I'm sorry. When West Brom score, we did not react well. As the game got more frustrating against Newcastle, we did not react well. Today, we go down a goal, and there was legit an entire match to make it up, and we couldn't figure it out. So it's not like last year, you'd just see them working through it, right? Like they'd be presented with a problem and they'd just work their way through it and somehow come up with an answer in the end. And that's how they'd win it. But that's not there right now. But a part of that is you've got all these creative pieces that can unlock answers for you. But when one of your really creative pieces is just not bringing a lot to the table, it limits your options and it creates a sense of panic in everybody else. Cause everybody else, we said it in the text, who wants to step up and be the guy? Like nobody would just shoot the fucking ball. Yeah. <laughs> this is like yeah. Shoot the thing toward the goal. That's, yeah, just, that's it, you know? I, I believe the quote is you miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think it's a confidence thing. I think it's a, a he's tired, and I think it's it's realize it's the pressure. He's starting to realize how crucial he uh, he is to the team. Yeah, it, I would argue you said one of the most creative, probably the most creative, like the creative piece in the whole team. Uh, a lot goes through Trent uh, going forward. It's why they attack us uh, on the on that side, going the other way because he's always up there creating. But uh, Andrew, is it just one kiss? That he needs, or what's Dude, actually I'm what's going you, I, need on? To, I need to call her. I need to call Dua Lipa. I need to tell her to like take him back. Everything will be all right. Right now, he's crying. You saw you and saw now, the 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 what's the episode with him and Robbo? He said he told his mom she yeah, would that, know. no that was bullshit. That was bullshit. <laughs> okay, okay. What's going on? I me and Dua Lipa are like friends. What are you talking about? So Dua Lipa breaks up with him, and now he can't no. play football. No, yeah, basically, yeah. You know how it is. You ever gone through a breakup so hard, like you can't even like breathe straight. Like you, can't even, like, <laughs> you don't even know how to use a fork and knife. What happened like, was he I mean? stayed up too late playing Super Mario Kart or something. Like that's what. And happened. or he's playing. He's playing video games. He's a child. Like Listen, the know. biggest, the biggest insult to his performance is that with Liverpool trailing and needing a goal. Klopp took him off for Milner. Yeah. Like that's a yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I was like, you know, what here's, a, here's the thing. First, was that the here's first the thing? He, as I, I like David's point about Second. him being, uh, you know, he, he just he, maybe he, maybe he needs a mental break, and that's fine. And that's why two he doesn't play on Friday. I don't think he had almost two weeks to just chill. And then again, I'm not a coach at the highest level, but I'm assuming if you're a coach at the highest level, number one, you like to talk to your players and all that good stuff. Maybe you have him see his shrink. Excuse me. Who knows? But more importantly, you have that time to do training ground stuff. 
So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like the team that's going to play Villa, maybe, you know, you give it to the Portuguese coach and be like, all right, you work with these hosts over there on the left. These and then hosts. I'm going to work with the Man United team over there. At least you didn't call right. them bitches this time. Yeah. That's an improvement. These hosts. <laughs> you work with these hosts. Shatters. <laughs> and these hoes. I've been drinking, kids. But but to your point, to your point, though, like having – sometimes it's a little um, – we don't, we don't talk about it enough, but like – Having that mental break does make a difference. Listen, think I'll, about it. Wait, think wait, about it I'll tell you, wait, wait. I'm, I mean, with I mean, normal not, work. Like, go, not go that I'm an elite player or nothing. I'm not. But I just took two weeks off from my job. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And that's exact, played, that was exactly my point, though. If yeah. It comes down to it for, like, if you need to take not just – over Christmas, but like a normal time when you don't have a bunch of people who are pulling at you every which way, you got to spend a bunch of money to take care of folk. You got to go do these other obligations when you have time to yourself, because as a footballer, you don't really get that. Anytime that you have off is time that you're still around other people. So at 21, 22 years old, when do you get to just be yourself? I mean, Trent, obviously, it's Trent not- needs to go on a vacation with yeah, mama. You saying vacation, dude? I'm saying, you know. how about a day where you could just like sleep to noon, not get out of bed? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go on, go to that day spa, baby. I got it. There's probably a Groupon. Play Jota yeah. in FIFA for like a whole Play night. Play Jota in FIFA, right? Yeah. Like, just have a day where it's like you can wake up and just not have to do anything because that obviously comes into play for us normal people. So you can only right. imagine for a professional athlete that they would need that probably even a little bit more than the rest of us. So to continue, I, I, I think know. that I think that's something that could do him some good. To be honest, to continue the sitcom references, he needs to treat himself. Right? Treat, treat yourself. <laughs> I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even know about all this stuff about the breakup. They got rubbing tugs in Liverpool. Dude, no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, he's joking. That was, that dude. Was, dude, Andrew? <laughs> Making things up. Yeah, he's got. God, this is how rumors get started. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, it, it, it is very true that Trent. Well, do a leap if you want to hang. Let me know. <laughs> Just one kiss, right? Anyways, <laughs> uh, while it's true that uh, Trent has been struggling himself. What is also true is over the last three matches, the front three just seemingly have decided they will not score. And then starting at the back end of Newcastle and today have decided that they will just not shoot the ball. (laughs) They will not shoot the ball. There was time. Sadio Mane has the ball at the back post laid on. And instead of trying to put it on the net is blasting it across the goal. Bobby Firmino has a cross from the corner pinged in at him and tries to control it first before shooting it. Oh, no, that, that hit his thigh, though. But he, Because he was trying to control it. He wasn't I'm trying sure, No, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure it was just like an awkward No, thing. man, the ball's coming at you. You either shape to shoot or you shape to control it, and that man shaped to control it. He, he, he could have just it. tried to hit it hard, close his eyes. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, a one-timer. He tried to control that thing. So Again, mental lapse. I'm telling you, mental Mo lapse. gets the ball. Listen, Liverpool players, if you need Adderall, I know a guy. Mo gets him set up on his left foot from, from Mane and tries to pass it back to him. Uh, the only one who was willing to shoot was Thiago, and they never got through the 10,000 bodies in the box. Yeah. Uh, I well, get I mean, that. We're all, like, that's the other thing, too, is like we're either trying these like impossible passes or impossible shots. Yeah. Like we can't, it's either we pass it into the back of the net or do something astonishing. 
Yeah. Those are the only two options. It seems. And then like, like <laughs> Trent's one-on-one -on -one with the keeper and takes the extra touch and tries to cross it. Robbo's one-on-one -on -one yeah. with the keeper. And, and then takes he the definitely extra tries touch. to cross it. Yeah. Like if that's a shot, Jesus Christ, Robbo, <laughs> you, you're six yards out, put it on a frame. Whose was worse? His or Sadio's where Sadio just blasted. No. He yeah. Was, he was oh, so oh, close. Man, and I'm like, wait, that, how did he mess that bat? And, and I was like, wait, 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 was he trying to center that? Yes. That a pass into the crowd. What the? Like that—that that was the one that just got me. I was like, "No, the one, yeah, the one where Sadio is like alone, and he tries to scoop it over Forrester, but then just like scoops it into row 19. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. The other thing is, you talked about frustration, and I love Sadio Mane, and I think he's amazing. But far too often, he lets shit right backs get into his head to mm. the point where he tries to go down a bit too much. How I think there's—we'll have a little talk about. It. I think there's a couple of shouts. However, Klopp mentioned he, that after the game. He lets players get into his head sometimes, man, when he gets uh, frustrated. I, I don't know about all that, but he he's a very – I would say this. He's a very passionate young man. And um, Hey, Rob I love Holding. that shit. But if he was on my team, I'd be like, yo. Play. Next time. Yeah, he, play. He's very – he, he reminds me of Suarez in a lot of ways in that sense. Where he he which which part of it I like it because if the rest of it like I think the rest of the team were trying today there was a sense of urgency and so on but you know there's those performances probably Fulham away where like everyone is just abysmal but Mane he's such a like a street fighter so to speak if you guys want to sponsor us please check us out at no but he's such a street fighter no seriously that like he he'll never kind of uh, you know he'll he'll always go to the death so to speak right. So I like that he he put he wears his emotions on his sleeve and he puts effort to the max at all times. But you're right, that can be detrimental. Hence, why he's like you know um, he's a bit fiery. I would say, yeah, he, he's a guy to get a yellow card with a ref, you know, or get in a fight. Or you know, my days over the years, he's been lucky not to get red cards when he's uh, like stepped on somebody or or what. He's he's lashed out a couple times and, and yeah yeah exactly. You know. So you to me, it's not surprising that he would he behaved that way because the ref what's his fucking name mariner he didn't yeah there you go that guy he didn't um you know, he, he got nothing all game and Somebody, whether it was a pen or whether it was a foul on the outside of the box or whether it you know whatever it, it was, it was kind of absurd refing. yeah i mean but before we get on to that i want to let darius uh, have a little time to talk about her front three and, and what do you think is it a, like Mo, for instance, had so many chances against Newcastle that he could have just buried it. Now, if I feel like he just doesn't want to take the chances because he feel like he messed it up or something. And, and Bobby's obviously always looking to play the ball off rather than shoot. And then was it just the perfect storm of everyone being in their heads? If, if, if I didn't know any better, and I hope this is not the case for anyone, but especially for Mo, it would sound like they've been listening to our dumbass fans, to be honest. Like, it looked like one of those games where Mo was like, oh, well, they're going to get mad at me if I take all the shots, so I need to start passing and try to get other people involved. And it looked like one of those games where when the ball came to Bobby, he's trying to do a little bit too much. And Sadio was like, I've got to, I've got to embarrass this dude. And it's like, it was one of those games where everyone in the front three, it was just like they made the decision on what they were going to do rather than reading the situation. And that's where sometimes it is like, look, internet trolls can get to you. Cause again, these are human beings. I hope that's not the case because I wouldn't want to say what undid the performance. Ah, Mo, he was going through the comments. You saw that people say he doesn't pass enough. So <laughs> yeah, like, I hope that's not the case, but, yeah. but that's what it kind of looked like where, whereas like a couple of times I'm like, 
yo, why are you not taking that first time? Or, or how about where he was offside in the end, but where the ball comes over, he is one-on-one with the keeper and he tries to go around him rather than just smashing it at dude's face. Like it's stuff like that where I'm just like, you're thinking too much. And as, I mean, if there's any one thing that I've learned about football is that if you are a goal scorer and if you are a striker, it's all instinct. It has nothing to do with what's going on up here once the ball comes to your feet. Now, obviously everything leading up to it, how you make your run, timing, all that kind of stuff, sure. But as far as just scoring goal, the act of putting the ball in the back of the net, it's just knowing what to do and then your body takes over. And they got in their own heads for whatever reason. So it just looked like one of those games where, I mean, banter FC won Liverpool nil. I don't know. Yes. (laughs) All the Liverpool forwards are shit. They're not like we're not mentality monsters anymore, which is kind of fair. I feel like we talked, David talked about it. They didn't have the same desires they have. But yeah, it's I'm, just I'm going weird. through. I'm going through our WhatsApp, and people are talking about how Chelsea and and Leicester oh. and all these <laughs> other <laughs> the teams. I don't want to Liverpool need to be like Chelsea. That's what people are saying right now. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. Destroyed at the weekend. What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll get there at the end. People Jesus, need to we'll get just. There. Oh. Yeah, well, we're about oh, to get there. Goodness. We're closing in. Before that, the fix. How do we fix this? David said it. Klopp said it. Post match interview. We just had to play through it. As terrible as that sounds right now, you probably don't want to watch this team play through that for another two minutes, let alone 90. Uh, David, is that that's the solution, right? We just got to get through it, right? Well, yes and no, but I, I think because the no part, I, wanna, I think you've been, you've seen this, you've watched the game long enough to know this. I, I think sometimes teams get, things go a little bit stale on you. And you just need to like switch it up a little bit. You need something to refresh you, right? You got to move this guy over to the opposite side. You got to put this guy over here just to make him do something different. Stop thinking about what he wants to do. Just make him think about the game, focus on his role, whatever it is. I've been saying it. Maybe it's time to get away from the 4-3-3 a little bit because it's become a little bit of a formula. Everybody's got their little way to play against it. Everybody's seen it multiple times now. The whole league has seen it at least twice pretty much at this point. And I just feel like maybe, you know, remember a couple years ago when we put Mo in the center and then he just went off on some goal streak? Bournemouth. That's when he scored that hat trick against Bournemouth. Exactly. And like for Bobby, maybe just going back to playing the number 10 role again, in the center behind a for, uh, behind a center forward, creating for him and then playing off of him. So you're saying four two three one? Is that it? was yeah. I mean, that was well. That was kind of the plan with Jota, and then you, you got her. no. But that was our introduction to Shaq was the four two three one against yeah. Southampton. And when he came on today, I thought that's what they was what he was bringing him on for, right? Like because yeah. Ox was kind of drifting up while the other two sat deep. I thought for sure he's going to put Shaq on for that, right? And then it just yeah. really didn't come together. I mean, if anything, I, I I thought, well, if it's not gonna, if that's not the concrete plan, you bring on Minamino, right? Yeah, that's I what I, I would have thought, but I don't know. I think maybe it's just time to switch it up a little bit. Just get everybody into something, doing something a little bit different. Keep them fresh. Keep their their brains kind of entertained. I'm not saying that they're they've checked out, but that performance was not what we've seen over the last two years, and I feel like part of that comes down to maybe yeah, they're not fully engaged. No, I don't know. No, I'm not saying that they're not trying. Like they're there, no, they're trying. No, no. But what I'm saying think, is, is like I think you get I think to a we're point spoiled where you're so right now. In a system. No, listen to me. For That's a second. very true, Andrew. Go ahead. 
No, Go ahead, David. This Sorry isn't about being spoiled. I'm not. Look, I've been through worse. Not you. Not you. No, no, no. No. Not I, what I'm saying is, you get to a point in a system where you become so comfortable with your role that you start to kind of venture out and do other things. You start to think, well, let me try to do this instead, or do this. Or maybe you try to do too much, or maybe you try to you actually limit yourself in some ways because you become so familiar with this one thing. But then when the manager suddenly throws you into a different, slightly different position and challenges you to do something new, it just changes your perspective again, makes you look at the game in a different way again. And I just think there's something refreshing about that, that they maybe need. And I don't, you don't want to be the same forever, right? When he came in, we were four two three one. We evolved to a four three three. We've now been there for three seasons. Maybe it's time to evolve again. That's the only the only thing I would say against that, though, it's not because what I'm about to say I'm, is, is I don't, I'll, I'll see how it sounds. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at the way how Barcelona did what they did for the period between 2006-7 and 2015-16. The reason why they were who they were was because they didn't veer away from the way they played. They played tiki-taka. When they were down, they played tiki-taka. When they were up, they played tiki-taka. When they were going up against a low block side, they played tiki-taka. When they were playing open football, they played tiki-taka. They, they dedicated their entire existence to that style, and it worked out for them. So I don't know if that's necessarily what Klopp and Liverpool can do or even need well, to do but, see, but that's can... my only thing it's like you do get to a point where it's like yes people have seen what we need to what we're doing how do we reinvent ourselves well do they need to reinvent themselves or do they just need to execute and be better I mean because well, that's that's on the table too I think I but again so it's not necessarily like for it, Tiki Taka gag and pressing right so it's like two like, totally completely different systems all I'm saying no, is I, a commitment yeah, to the style no. that's all I'm saying that's your style though, right? Right. But we're a gagging person. That's the thing. It doesn't mean you're going to abandon that just because you change the shape. You're just going to play it in a different shape and in a different way, which is going to create different spaces, Fair enough, yeah. which is going to force other teams to rethink the way that they defend you and the way that they defend spaces. That's the only reason I would say maybe it's worth trying out. Let's just see what happens. You know, like I, I you're going to go four, three, three against Man United because it's this big game and you don't want to change the game plan necessarily, but we in this 10 days off is a great time to start brainstorming and thinking about different ways you can play. And how do you get Tiago and uh, Henderson and Wijnaldum and Ox and all these other players. Tiago the at the nine, Mo in the six. So, you know well, I mean? <laughs> but how I was... do you get those guys all on the field together doing the things that they do well, <laughs> that make them great. What I would say this and not like blame injuries all the time, but I think the way you refresh a system is you bring in new talent that's world-class. And unfortunately for us, all those guys that we brought in, <laughs> Shimikas, I don't know if Shimikas is world-class. I was going to say, you started with Shimikas? Shimikas gets COVID, gets COVID and can't play and then gets injured. And like, what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Jota and we saw with how refreshing that was, as Andrew likes to point out, he's going to score 40 goals a season. At least. Uh, it was refreshing. It was switching it up. Tiago was supposed to come in and, you know, cycle the midfield up a little bit. And he got hurt uh, seemingly for half a season. Uh, well, we thought it was going to be like three hours of football this year. Right. And so like some of the ways that you wanted to refresh it got blown up in your face before you could even really refresh it. And so I, I do want to see us do different formations because we're really good at 
doing a 4-2-3-1. We were really good doing it. We played a diamond at some point under Klopp and we're really good doing it. Klopp had Genie Vinaldum and a center back in Brighton a few years ago. Like we, we switched around before we've shown a tactical flexibility, given your center back situation, maybe it is the way to go, but maybe in a time where players are moving around so much, you need the familiarity. Andrew, how do you fix it? Get to work, baby. That's, That's it. I get knew you were going to say it. He this says, get to work. 6 a.m., guys, we're running up hills. <laughs> this is, it's not, it's really not that, it's not rocket science. No, when, you, want, honestly, so you put him in the really FA Cup match. <laughs> what? Who? That if you wanted to punish him, you start everyone on Friday. <laughs> oh, no, that's not, I mean, maybe the medical people, maybe he would. No, listen, Andrew already told us. Those bitches over there with the Portuguese guy, and these guys are going to work. These guys are going, yeah. Sorry, these hoes. These hoes are with the Portuguese guy. He made them first team. But you know, I'm talking about that Portuguese guy that took over. No, yeah. Anyway, don't matter. These guys getting to work. Yeah, yo, Mo, Mo, or Mane better get everyone in early into the gym. I want, I want like them doing half a training session before breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, all jokes aside, though, um, yeah, that's what I imagine. And again, to my to David's point of like maybe they switch it up. Now they have the time to do that. Exactly, they're this gonna is get the work. perfect time. Yeah, this is the perfect time to do that. Now, mind you, do they do it against United? Probably not, because it's a big game. This and that and the other, and you're at home. Here's this my question: Whatever happened to the managers that pulled out the fucking rabbit out of the hat on big games? That used to happen all the time. It's like, holy shit, Arsene Wenger has decided to play Terry Henry as a center back today. It's crazy. Yeah, no, Just no, like, I mean, we, Klopp, we have Klopp's that. No, no, we have six. That. no, 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 no. We have Klopp's a person that does Alexander that. Arnold against no, no, stop, stop. We have a yeah. person that does that. His name is Fraudiola. He does that against no, but my final against Leon. Like a dumbass. No, but that's 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 something different. You're talking about what he'll do is he'll take someone who is like, ah, oh, this is a pretty terrible matchup, and put him in that matchup. Yeah, he'll 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 experiment with what the tried and true, so to speak. I don't think Klopp will do that. I think it's something uh, again. I, I don't know. I I really don't know because if I knew the fucking answer, I'd be a damn coach, right? Exactly. So, I think that's the, the ultimate answer. Or, for the, or, I mean, how do you fix Liverpool? Everyone, Ask the everyone. smart people. I know. Well, okay, okay, okay. So I can speculate. That's what this is. We're all speculating here. <laughs> I can speculate and say, sometimes I know shit. Sometimes I don't know shit. And right now I'm saying I don't know shit. I'm giving yeah. away game, guys. We don't know anything. You don't know anything. And but, what I'm saying is... Uh, you got to get to work. That's it. I know. I, I agree with you, though. I do think that this is a period of time where it's like you can't blame the congestion of the fixtures. This is now your opportunity to really dig in, figure out what you're made of, look at all the parts that you have available and make it happen. Like this is now the time where you can kind of go through that. This is as healthy yeah. as you're going to be all year. So um, let's, let's get it. If, the, if we are. Oh, go ahead, David. Sorry. I was gonna say is maybe the fix just something to simple. Remember when he was at Maine's? Was it he'd drop him off on an island and just leave him? Hey, he's basically the done play. that the last couple of years. Like <laughs> he should drop them restrictions. Something like, like that. Do they need like a team year? bonding moment? He drop him off at Goodison maybe? Park and say, "Look at this shit." Okay. <laughs> Could be worse. That's, that's like being wait, on an wait, wait, but. In our next video, I'd like to point out some things that maybe. Oh no, no, no! There's no next video, Andrew. Finish your finish your final thoughts, and we're wrapping it up. Okay. Give me your final thoughts on the match. Tell me what minute. 
Then he needs. Give me your oh, no, 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 talk. Let's go. Match. It was going to more talk about the league and how. Oh no, no, see, be all right. We'll talk about that in the future. For everyone out there, I'll just finish it like this, real quick. The match was shit. It wasn't the Liverpool's finest moment, right? If you are saying we need to be more like this team or that team or, oh, United are in a better position, please, please see yourself out. Please have a word, have a sit down with yourself and chillax. Liverpool, at present moment of recording, are top of the league. Even if United win, we have a chance to go to home Anfield and beat them on a patch of grass we haven't lost to I lost on in many years that they haven't beaten us on. Liverpool are still top. I'm still chilling. I'm more upset that I ain't got my stimmy yet. So listen, the, sh- the match was shit. Where my Hopefully, stimmy at, bro? It's just a bad patch of form. I'm just upset about. Oh, like, it's been terrible to watch. It's been horrid to watch. The way they look. I guess yeah. the football oh. lacks something. That's all. But as Andrew says, come back. they're going to get to work. I'm Jordan. David. <laughs> Andrew. He's oh, Andrew. Shit. I'm Darius. <laughs> Until next time, it's going to get better. At Ooh. the end of the storm is we a gold be all right. Rest in peace to Jerry Marsden. Up the Reds.